You know it when you see it. Those wise words were spoken to me many years ago as I was serving as a pastor intern or a vicar. And one of my supervising pastors had spent his ministry in the Midwest, Wisconsin or Minnesota. He had been to Japan. He had been lots of places. Never been to Texas, though, and we were at a ranch on a retreat when he found a scorpion. And he said, you know, a scorpion is one of those things that even if you've never seen it before, and he was saying he'd never even really seen a picture of one before, he had only heard descriptions of scorpions, but he said that phrase, you know it when you see it. You just knew that's a scorpion, even if you had no experience with them prior to that moment. You know what when you see it also applies to a fan or a coach when they notice some athlete out there on the field or court just rises above the rest as a natural. You know it when you see it. That young man or young lady is probably going to lead their team to the championship at some point. Or when they have that it factor as an actress or a singer, an actor. You know it when you see it. They, they just are going to be a top-notch person in that field or a, a, a young, newly hired man or lady. You know it when you see it. They are going to rise through the ranks. They're, they're just going to be a successful person at this business. You know it when you see it also actually applied to Jesus as he was just getting started with his ministry. The people who were hearing him teach for the first time couldn't quite put their finger on exactly what made him so unique and, and what made him different and what he was telling them was so, so different than what they had heard before. But this is what they had to say about Jesus as his teaching was hitting their ears for the very first time. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Those people were amazed. Their jaws hit the ground they were shaking their heads together in awe, and they were just trying to concoct in their minds, what is so different about him? It's, it's still a man. It's still the Sabbath day. He's still teaching from the Old Testament scriptures, and yet something is very, very different about his way of doing it. He teaches as one who has authority, not as the teachers of the law. Jesus, as he was teaching them, did not need to quote from any other rabbi or expert in the law. He did not just check the box to put the time in, but his heart wasn't really in it. He wasn't puffed up and insecure at the same time, expounding on whatever the topic was without really believing it himself. No, the people were amazed at his teaching. He teaches like he has authority. He's not just talking about God, but he's not really sure. He teaches as though he knows exactly what God thinks and exactly who God is. He teaches that someone, he teaches like someone who, who has teeth to what he's saying, that if he says this is truth, it, it's actually truth. There's not going to be another version. If he says this is sin, it's, it's actually sin that makes God angry for real. He's not just joking around or guessing. And if he says, this sin is forgiven through the Messiah's work, maybe, just maybe, 
it actually does have the authority to shut the gates of hell and open the gates of heaven. What a powerful thing for us to also download to our souls. Jesus teaches with authority. What we have in the Bible is not just one version of the truth. It is the truth. The simple, straightforward teaching of the scripture is what is on God's mind and, and what he thinks. When Jesus calls something a sin, there's no wriggling off the hook. There's no justifying it or making excuses or, or saying, well, I didn't know. It is sin, and some of it, a lot of it, we have to own personally in what we have done and said and thought that God says is wrong. And yet, God doesn't just leave us there, authoritative, authoritatively announcing, this is the truth, that's your sin, now that's the end of the story. But he also sent Jesus to not condemn the world, but to forgive and save. And so Jesus, when he tells you that sin is forgiven, that sin is nailed to my cross. I have taken it away from your record and it is instead on my record, which I paid for in full. It is really forgiven. It is authoritatively nailed to his cross and taken away from our record. What a stabilizing, encouraging, jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring fact that Jesus teaches not just as someone who's blowing smoke, not just as someone who's checking the box, but as someone who has authority. Authority to tell the devil, quiet, that sin is paid for. Authority to take you out of this life and to your heavenly home with God forever. Rejoice that Jesus teaches with authority.